For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Let's Cap. I am your host, Ronald Kabang, also known as UCapper from sportsmemo.com at U underscore Capper on Twitter. I got my guy YBB Sports Data with me today, so we're going to get really uh, nerdy with our, our SDQL today. Uh, we're going to break down the slate. Um, I know he has a play. I got a play as well. We'll look at a couple other um, sort of leans that we want to uh, kind of break down with you guys as well in the chat. Uh, if you guys are here watching on YouTube right now, uh, make sure you guys uh, hit the like and subscribe button. Make sure you guys also uh, ask some questions. Ask questions, drop your plays. Uh, we're always uh, loving to see what you guys got going on in the chat as well. It, it helps drive our conversation. Um, and with that said, uh, YBB, uh, yesterday's slate, well, actually, you weren't on the show yesterday, but uh, we did pretty well yesterday. I My top play hit, I got the Nets first half uh, minus the five. And uh, the, the rest of the plays, I went two and two. So, you know, uh, as far as profit goes, I, I profited. I mean, three and two is not the best day. But as long as we're up on the day, uh, that's all that matters to me. Uh, how was your day yesterday? Hey, man, three and two, 60 percent. You keep doing that constantly. That's That's yeah. money. Money is money at the end of the day. Yesterday was a two and one day for me. I had the uh, Atlanta Hawks and the Portland Trailblazers to go over the total, but I got over the initial total at two thirty seven before Trey Young was listed out. So I lost some CLV. But mm -hmm. when you lose five points of CLV, it seems to not matter in the NBA these days. It's just kind of yeah, it's it's been wild. Um, uh oh, we got Ram <laughs> in the building as well. Ram joined us late here. He was like, "Hey, I had a good time yesterday. Got some money, so he's on, coming man. back." Come on, bro. Come on, bro. There's some games I don't need to. I need to figure it out with you guys. I'm like, man, I need to figure it out. Why we be in here too? Come on, man. Yeah, exactly. Oh, get nerdy in here. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Why we? How else did the yesterday go? Oh yeah, you know what? I just appreciated the fact that uh, Portland and Atlanta played up to tempo. They went over the total. It was sweat free. They went over the initial total. Sweat free. Line moved yeah. down. Didn't matter. Um, let's see. That that was the only one that I really remember. The one that made me a little bit upset was the Minnesota Timberwolves not beating the Kings. I think yeah, the Kings have been just playing over their head, man. I just think that there's going to be a point where they experience that, um, you know, similar uh, chemistry issues as last season. There's going to be a regression point for them, but to determine when, who knows. Um, but I just I thought it would be yesterday. I thought Minnesota was clicking and they ended up losing. Um, so yeah, that was frustrating, but overall two on one day, not too bad. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty low volume. Today's going to be another low volume day as well. Yeah, for me too. I mean, obviously there's only four games. Uh, Wham, I know, I know you were on the show yesterday. I think we, uh, right. overall, I think we did pretty well on the show. Right. A lot of the angles that we talked about that we'd even, did we, that we didn't end up taking either ended up hitting. Uh, right, so yeah, I, yeah. I think we were looking at the board pretty well yesterday. Hopefully we can continue that today. How was your day overall in the NBA? Yeah, I was two and two. Uh, luckily, I bet a little bit more on uh, the secret play uh, with Jeremy, man. You know, that kind of came out uh, again. Uh, so that was mm -hmm. cool. And then um, 
or on official place that I tweeted out, I was one and two. So it was all right. You know what I mean? It's cool. It's cool to go by. But uh, looking forward to today, man. That's why I came back, bro. I'm like, hey, man, we was we, we got to talk control. it out. Yeah, got to exactly. talk it out, bro. We got to talk it out. Exactly. All right. So we got what five games on the board. I don't know if we're gonna get to all of them. Um, but we'll we'll try to highlight the ones that we have a pretty decent look on. And the first one for me is this Miami Heat and Cleveland game. I'm gonna go ahead and start showing my screen here. Um, did you guys have any looks on this one? I have this marked out as a red game for myself. Um, red games for me are games that I don't want anything to do with. <laughs> I lean the Cavs, but um, yeah, no official play for me in this spot. Gotcha. Yeah, How about I like, you, uh, yeah, I like Darius Garland uh, today, but um, he has six out of the last eight games. But after that, it's like I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with this game, to be honest with you. But yeah, yeah. I'm here to get talked into some games too. You know, everything ain't a backwood. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Uh, earlier, the line moved up to five and a half, and then I think it moved back down to four uh, once they had Butler. Butler, um, uh, I think probable or. Actually, I think he might be in now. Yeah, they um, got him and Vincent in now. Yeah, him and Vincent in. Yeah, I think last night they were either questionable or, or doubtful or something. <clears throat> so the line moved towards Cleveland and then it's come back down a little bit. But let me see if I can talk you guys into it. So here are some of the angles that I looked at. Can you guys see the screen? Well, is, is that fine or is that big enough? I think yeah, I can see it. Okay. I can see it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I got it. Uh, so we got the team here. We got the heat. Oops. We got the team equals heat. And we look at them as road dog, right? Three and eight straight up, five and six ATS, six, four and one to the over. Uh, you can see that they're kind of like staggering the wins and losses here. So they're really not that consistent in this spot for the most part. But you can see that they're uh, they're going over five straight uh, in this situation. But if I diva, uh, dive a little bit deeper and we look at more uh, comparable totals, right? Because you can see some of these totals uh, – like lower in the lower end of the, or yeah, below 225 basically is what that threshold was that I was looking at. So if I look at 225, we have a, a really low total today, actually. It's like, yeah, it's 210, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So if we, if we just filter in that area, we can see that they're 0 and 7 straight up, 2 and 5 ATS, 3, 3 and 1 to the over. But these lower ones, you can see that they're kind of going under. It's like when they're mm. facing these lower teams, these <clears throat> lower, sorry, lower paced teams with with uh, pretty good defense. I think this one here, uh, I think there were like injury issues if I was looking at it correctly yesterday because this went under even with um with OT right. Okay. Uh, another thing to look at here, uh, uh, but most most of the the support is on the Cavs side. If you look at the Cavs at home. They're 21 and 5, 16, 8, and 2 ATS. That's real profitable at home. If you dive deep deeper into it though, and say we're looking at uh them against conference opponents, this is where you see the the a bigger difference, right? 13 and 2 straight up, 10, 3 and 2 ATS, 9 and 6 to the over. So <clears throat> some some leaning towards the over, but for the most part, you're really supporting the Cavs here. Uh average margin around nine points there as well. Yeah, uh, if you look at them at home. Versus teams that they already beat this season. <clears throat> Six and zero straight up, four one and one ATS. Um, towards the under a little bit, but you can see that their average average uh, point scored is above what the closing total is here, right? Where or not closing total, but around two ten and a half, two eleven. 
Um, they're averaging around 223 for the most part. You do see some OTs in here um, <coughs> that pushed it over. But it seems like, to me, it seems like it, it could go either way as far as total. But everything is really supporting, again, more the Cavs, the Cavs side. And then I know the Cavs are coming off a 20-point win, right? And off a 20-point win, you would think maybe some sort of letdown, right? But if you look at them here, team margin greater than or equal to 20. So 20, 20 plus wins. Uh, we're coming off a win of 20 uh, points or more. 5-0 straight up, 4-0-1 against the spread. Average margin around 11 points. So for me, a lot of things, like I said, just pointing to the Cavs here uh, for the most part. And I feel like they should be able to win by by margin in this one. Even with Butler back, um, they have had some injury issues as of late. So maybe some chemistry issues when they you know, getting inserted back into the lineup as well. Because Vincent is is also a key player, I think, in my opinion. He, he was starting for a lot of the uh, beginning part of the season. Um, so... That's the way that I could look is really towards the Cavs here. Any thoughts on that? Now, I, I kind of understand the look into the Cavaliers today. I mean, I mean, as far as the Heat, even if they do have those guys back, I mean, have they really been showing us that they're one of those top tier type teams? And I think the Cavs are getting all healthy at the right time here. So, yeah. obviously, getting Rubio back and Donovan coming back as well. So, uh, and I, I like again, I like Darius Garland off the rip because. He's been able to go over the 21 and a half points six of the last eight times. So I, I was thinking that direction. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm I'm still I'm still I'm still kind of scared of this game just because I don't know if they are going to be able to click it as far as on the offensive side with the heat. That's probably mm-hmm. what their problem has been. So um if you like the over here in this game, it, it kind of scares me a little bit more. But you know, um I think the Cavs are definitely the better team, it's no question. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to stay away from the total there. You can see the Miami Heat here for their last five uh, have gone under. And you can see that it really is their offense that's been struggling there. Um, So, yeah, the only way that I could look is Cleveland there. Uh, Any last comments before we move on to the next one? I have zero comments on this game. I lean the under. I lean the Cavs. But, uh, yeah, it's just not a game that I want anything to do with. I think I don't like betting on sharp numbers. And I think that the numbers here are just kind of – they're just too sharp for myself. You know, where yeah, I see yeah, an edge yeah. and, and, when you, have, and uh, when you have these smaller slates, they are pretty, I mean, yeah, I just, uh, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next one here. Let's look at the, uh, the Clippers, Clippers Bulls. I know YBB, you have a look on this one. Uh, go ahead and uh, start your breakdown. Um, I actually sent you a couple SDQLs in the chat on this. This is my home dog ATR system. Um, it is seven and thirty-five against the Bulls, actually, in the spot. Mm. Um, but what it states basically is a home dog who overperformed in their last uh, previous matchup versus the game day opponent. So the Bulls fit that script, and as you can see, since two thousand thirteen, these teams are seven and thirty-five against the spread. So they're only covering sixteen point seven percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at that run; it's one in eighteen. Right, and the yeah. I think since 2018, yeah, crazy. not too that sure. That is crazy. Uh, anyways, the there's a nice run on it. It's a, it's basically what it is is just an ATR system that I've kind of studied and noted teams that play um, that you know are taking more three point attempts um, mm-hmm. than their opponent. These guys and the Clippers also they're off a road loss as well. Which if you put an L next to that P, um, or no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I, I gave you the wrong trend. I'm sorry. Um, but anyways, yeah, that one's seven and thirty-five. I sent you another one as well. That's nine and zero ATS. That is in favor of the Clippers. That one's pretty simple. Um, basically, road teams that are coming off a double-digit loss, like the Clippers are, where they attempted ten more field goals than their opponent um, since 2020. These teams are nine and zero ATS. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's another reason that I really like the Clippers. I just haven't been that big of a Chicago fan all season. I mean, their highlight this season is beating the Celtics, what, three times? Um, You know, but I just – they are so inconsistent. They're hard to watch. Um, And I think that there's going to be a point where the Clippers turn a corner and uh, start clicking, and I think that uh, this is a prime matchup for them to to do so. So yeah. For all those reasons, I like the Clippers. I think that they should be favorites of around seven points. So I see value in this number. So, yeah, sign me up for the Clippers. Yeah, You have any thoughts on this one, William, at all? Man, he's talking me into it for sure. I was kind of – this was a backwood for me. But, man, honestly, uh, I love that Paul George and and Kawhi are coming back. We know that when they're together, it's really good towards that. And then the trends alone, I mean, 9-0 ATS right there, that just makes the most sense, bro, just to uh, go ahead and – I. Definitely made money with YBB once before, so oh, yeah, definitely another sure. good time to me to make some more money. Yeah, with my man. yeah nerdy stuff. I gotta go with Clippers, man. I love it. I love it. Right, let's look at Paul George uh, and Kawhi in for the Clippers. So Clippers this season with Paul George and Kawhi in 14 and seven straight up 12 and nine ATS 12 and nine to the over as well. Averaging four, 114 a game, allowing 109. You can see that they're playing well right now. Five straight uh, wins with both yeah. of them in the lineup Four covers three overs. That was actually the way that I was actually uh, looking is, is to the over in this one. Did you guys think that this would go over? I got another one for you, actually. Yeah, go ahead. On that, uh, on that over spot. So the Clippers, they're actually a perfect eleven and zero to the over on the road versus non-conference opponents who are off a game versus a conference opponent. Um, and those spots, they're actually going over by twenty-five point three points per game. So we're seeing totals around two hundred and forty and greater. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the over. I don't understand the move to the under. I'm assuming that they. That books are pricing the fact that Kawhi and PG are in for maybe defense, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I kind of I like the over in the spot. I think it's yeah. going to go over the initial total too, but I think so too. So we go, we look at Clippers on the road, right? They're already eighteen and ten uh, to the over, just in general, just on the road. Um, I think you mentioned part of what I was looking at, but if you look at non-conference game. ten and one to the over. Just, just them in non-conference games on the road. So when they travel to the East, uh, they're struggling. And for the most part, I think – I mean, not struggling. They're, they're playing well offensively. Um, but the straight-up five and six is, is where I was, was saying that they were struggling. So they're not winning the games, but they are going over. They're doing their part offensively to, to get over the total. Um, that would be the way that I look on this one, that the Clippers-Bulls over – what was the one that you said? You you mentioned I think there was one added piece to it that the, the opponent was coming off a non-conference game. 
uh, coming off. I'm actually trying to pull it up for you right now. Um, I, I, I just found the parameter, so I'm going to send it to you in that group chat. You can share it. it. It's 17 and 5 to the over, but that's since the last season. So if you look at the last 11 games, which you can kind of filter out yeah. by the dates, uh, it's 11 and 0. Um, and yeah, that just sent right now. Okay, got it. The Clippers on the road uh, in a non-conference game where the uh, opponent's previous game was a conference game, right? <clears throat> and then season greater than or equal to 2020. 17-5-2 to the over. I like it. And look at all these overs straight, too. I like it. That's support on that right there. Clippers. Look at those scores in the last like eleven. We got a hundred and fifty-three point performance. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Going way the fuck over. <laughs> yeah, I like I like this over. I like this over, even more so now. Yeah, man. Um. All right, let's go on to another one. Um. Did you have anything on the the Lakers Hornets or uh, sorry Lakers Knicks or Hornets Bucks? I mean, I got I have, the jersey on. Yeah, I, I got the. I know. I see the jersey on over there. I, I lean the Lakers, to be honest. I like the Lakers in the spot, but uh, more so, what I don't like is the how the total um, kind of steamed down so much. So overnight, I got under two thirty seven. It's at two thirty two now, and it makes me kind of want to buy back on the over. Yeah. I, I'm seeing it like you know yeah. two thirty three, two thirty four kind of game. Yeah. Um, when you see those lines about like five to seven points. Uh, it's or like five wild. or more. I feel like it. I feel like for the most most part, you'd want to go on the buyback at that point, right? right. I mean, that's yeah, you kind of just want to buy back. I mean, that see, like I said, this season and the NBA CLV has been a scam. Like that. I mean, I know generally speaking, we preach get your clo yeah. closing line value, but man, it's like it's just become bait at this point. Yeah, and I bit, I bit the bait. Um, so the New York Knicks, they're actually 10 and 0 to the under as a home favorite of fewer than six and a half points when they're coming off a road loss. Uh, and they, they're staying under by 16.5 uh, points per game usually in, in those 10 occurrences. So I lean the under, but if you're telling me it's steamed down five points, I'm like, I don't know. Somebody knows something I don't. So right. maybe y'all can convince me on an over or something. I'm not too sure. Yeah. So that, that was actually the way that I was going. Uh, it's towards the Lakers and the over. I haven't got there to the window with it, um, but if you look at this, Lakers on the second leg of back-to-back -back games, six and two to the over. And if we say that they're on the road, it's five and one to the over, and they're going up by, by a huge margin. You can see that they're giving up a lot of points here. Um, but I, let me show you why I like the Lakers here. Uh, the Lakers in road non-conference games. Six and six straight up, seven, five, ATS, eight and four to the over. But if you add <clears throat> that the total is, <laughs> I'm not writing the word, equals, is 230 or, or uh, greater, they're six and one straight up, seven, oh, ATS, six and one to the over. So that supports the over, also supports them on this spot here as far as playing teams with, um, uh, with a faster pace and, and less defense. Um, Ah, that's the that's those are two things that pointed me to the to the to the Lakers and to the over. If you look on the Knicks side, and we just say that they're at home, right? They're nine fourteen and two ATS. But if we say that they're facing a team 
with a losing record. They've been struggling more in that spot. Two and seven and one ATS, seven and three to the over. Wow. So a lot of things really, like I said, just pointing towards the Lakers and the over here. I do mm-hmm. like the fact that the numbers come down to 232 um, because that gives us, I mean, if you like the over, obviously you're going to like that more, right? Uh, so I think there might be a period where, where that time where we should be able to buy back if you like the over. Now, it, obviously five and a half points is a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, Lakers, I think what what did the line open up at yesterday for the Lakers? Yeah, open that, I believe, three. Three? Three. <clears throat> okay. They have it at one and a half here, but... I thought I saw I thought I saw a little bit higher as well yesterday. Um, mm. Now it's at one and a half. I still like it. I feel like the Lakers should be able to win this one outright. I, I don't trust the Knicks at home. They just they're not consistent at home at all. Um, did you guys have any prop looks or anything else to add on this one? Yeah, I'm on the Lakers, man. I took the Lakers buddy line plus one twenty five earlier this morning before the LeBron and AD news getting, being announced in, uh, and even before they announced that Scott Foster was coming in. As well, number 48, shotgun mm-hmm. shoddy. Uh, LeBron, we know what he was doing, man. Doing a lot of crying, a lot of screaming about the calls and then not getting yeah. those calls. Is the NBA trying to do a little bit of wooing here with LeBron and sending <laughs> that boy shotgun shoddy out there to usher him inside the garden against yeah. a team that, you know, uh, we don't really trust too much. And then I love the stats as well with uh, Lakers being um, – uh, I love the stats that you put out there as well with them being at home against sub-500 yeah. teams. So – um, give me, give me the Lakers here. I took a money line plus one twenty five right now. You at plus one hundred five or maybe even one hundred one hundred one or something like that. Maybe a pick them or whatever. But yeah. I like the Lakers money line to win today, man. Yeah, I think if I was to choose a play, whether it's the side or the total, I would probably look towards the Lakers more than the total. Um, yeah, that, that that's the way that I would go here. Oh, you know what? I got another thing that supports the Lakers here. Lakers, uh, Knicks versus teams. On the second leg of back-to-back. 0-2 straight up, 0-2 ATS, 2-0 to the over. So that, that also supports the Lakers and the over there, if you guys like it, if you guys like it. <clears throat> but obviously, you know, this is just sharing information. If You do, you guys don't have to bet it if you don't want to. Uh, but you can hear Wham, he he took the money line there. I, I agree with him. There. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to probably side with the Lakers as well. You like it too, like the it. Lakers? I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't convince me enough on the Cavs, though, in the first take. <laughs> hey, hey, I tried. I tried. <laughs> All right, let's go uh, with this Hornets-Bucks one. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bucks. Did you guys have a take on this? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I got to... Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, Wham. I want Wham no, to I was going to make it real quick, real quick and sweet, man. We see how serious the Bucks are playing, playing. They've been taking everybody serious uh, against a team that's been net rated bottom over the last 10 games. You know, just pretty much trash in the first half in the um, in the Hornets. Obviously, having Lamelo back, the offense gets a little bit better. They were able to rally back in the last game in the second half. First half, they still were able to lose. They they still lost the first half and didn't cover. So I think that trend continues here. I expect the Bucks to take this serious. I love them in the first half. 
took them first quarter as well, minus four. First half minus six and a half, if I'm not mistaken. And also took the uh, minus 11 full game. I just think they're taking everybody serious here. Give me the Bucks, man. Trifecta. Bucks trifecta. What do you think, um, uh, Pat? I uh, I just sent you another SDQL <laughs> on the oh, uh, Bucks. This is one where, like, I was kind of looking at the over, but, man, another steam total. Like, I hate these steam numbers. It opened up at, I think, 238. You're getting 244 and a half now. I don't know if I can play it, but, uh, yeah, the Bucks have been particularly well on the spot. You can even take away the plus seven, and it's still 65 and 37 to the over since mm. 2020. That's just so this was, insane this numbers, here- like. If you if you guys are watching here, uh, what this says is since 2020, the season 2020, uh, the Bucks are 65, 37, and four to the over. If the today's total is greater than the total of their last matchup, so mm. like I guess they're expecting more points. Basically, if the Bucks are right. expecting more points in this in this specific situation with the Bucks, more points happen. But if you say that, if he he said uh. Plus seven. Oops. Well, I was looking at plus five, but I just kept going up and seeing like the percentages going up. <laughs> so if you say that it's it's more than seven points greater than the last matchup, 31, 11, and one to the over. That's 73.8% wow. to the over. This is what <laughs> handicapping is about. This is where you find where the odds makers, they, they supposed to put it higher, but they always don't. <laughs> so yeah, it's like yeah. Right, well, percent of times they forget <laughs> to do it. What what this says is basically like all right we all right, so I think last matchup the Hornets did not have Lamelo and they smacked them right this time they have Lamelo so they're adjusting that total even more, um, but obviously you can't adjust it like ten points right they're gonna they're, obviously right. they're probably gonna uh, they they need to balance out the betting right, right. On yeah. the side. so they gotta put it somewhere and I think it's just gonna continue to go up. Because I, I don't even think it opened up at, at 244. I think it opened at like no. 240. It, well, actually, it was at 238 and a half. And it got bet all the way up. Those are just numbers where I'm like, man, I missed the bait. And I don't yeah. even want to I don't even want to bet it anymore. That CLV stuff, man, especially on these yeah. short slates. It bites you in the ass sometimes. So, yeah, this has become a stay off game for me. If you ask me who I want to bet, I'm going to bet the Bucks. I think it's a. Uh, as Jay would say, Smack City for Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is, I believe this is a revenge game too. They lost against the Hornets um, last mm-hmm. game, right? Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Bucks lost against the Hornets. Yeah. Um, so I want to bring that up too. Actually, Wham, you want to add? Uh, do you want to talk about your take on this game first? Nah, yeah, nah. I just believe that, you know, um, I just believe that they're just taking everyone serious uh, since yeah, those guys oh, yeah, you're often, often bad. came back. No, nah, it's good. No, nah, it's good, yeah, bro. Yeah. But I, and I really didn't even look into the last game having a revenge act, uh, factor in there. But you know, I I I, I agree with the offensive look, especially with the uh, over man. I think that over is a great look too. So yeah, uh, Lamelo coming back is absolutely going to increase. Do you, the do you guys pace. know what the first uh the first quarter line is? It four or four and a half? I uh, see. I got it at four uh, about four. an hour ago, so I'm not sure what it is now. Okay. Well, this is uh, this is what I was looking at last night. So we look at Hornets as double digit dogs. You can see that they they have been covering it, right? But look at the nine and one to the over there. And I think that um, obviously we we missed a lot of the line uh, line value, right? Because we we missed the two thirty eight or whatever it was that that opened. Uh, it might be tough to take the over now, but that's what what was pointing in that direction last night. So 
uh, that's for the over. But if you want to fade the Bucks, uh, fade the Hornets here, if you look at them against teams that they already beat, uh, teams that they beat in their most recent matchup in season, so like the opposite of revenge, basically, right? Uh, they won the most recent matchup, 0-4 straight up, 0-3 and 1 against the spread. And you can see that uh, first first quarter gap is 6.2. First half is about double. It is over double digit average. So I would think that if you like the the Bucks here, it might be the first quarter, first half, uh, and and they just in case they chill in the second half. You know what I mean? Like you mm. want this line is big enough for them to to leave that back door open. Um, so if you like them, I would say early would be best. First quarter, first half, and some other support here. For the buck side. Wow. It's pretty much telling you to fade the Hornets the next few games. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see the dates, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Keep doing it. That's how I feel, too. I feel the same if, way. If the Bucks cover this, this is something that you can continue doing. And you just keep keep riding yeah. it. <clears throat> um, so the Bucks at home when the total is greater than... 228. So more support here for the Bucks. Also to the over. <clears throat> the average here is under the the closing total tonight, though. So that's why that's what's really uh iffy about it. Why I'm probably gonna stay away from the total. Uh, but for the most part, they're covering in these spots. I it, it's weird because I mean I think some of these numbers here is a little bit skewed because of this right here. This is when they were down by like 40 points I have. I forgot what it was. So some of these numbers here are a little bit skewed based off uh, like one off, two off games. Uh, but for the most part, they are covering uh, in this situation here. And if we look at them uh, as double digit favorites. So the. They're coming to straight up four and five ATS. But again, what we're looking at here is that first quarter, like early, right? The first quarter, first half. I think that's where we go with this one, just in case, just in case they they let go in the second half and lose that full, uh, that full um, full game spread at eleven, uh, especially if it continues to go up, because there's a chance that it does, right? Uh, so I, if I play this game, it would be Bucks early first quarter or first half. Uh, did you have any props looks on this? It, I actually haven't been noticing how they've been doing or who's been picking up. Bobby Portis's rebounds and points off the bench. Giannis been going crazy with the points. I mean, he had what 40, 41 points, I believe, in the last game. So I know um, yeah. he probably is going to go right back to the forty plus range as well tonight. Uh, you know, his prop is going to be at like thirty two and a half or something crazy around there. Uh, one last thing here, uh, I just looked at the threshold of total two thirty two or, or greater, five and zero straight up, five and zero ATS in all five games to the over. This one actually goes above that uh, threshold, and none of these games were in OT, so they're putting up a lot of points in this spot with with the high totals. Uh, I can only um, I can only look towards the Bucks and the over. But again, that first quarter, first half, guys, uh, I think that's the way to go in this one. And uh, shout out to Mitch. He said Connaughton been taking those uh, rebounds. Yeah, I, I think I remember that. I was like, how's this guy got double digit rebounds the other day? It was kind of crazy. Cause I think I was trying to. I, I think someone was on the Bucks, like PRA or not Bucks. Um, someone else's PRA might have been either Drew or Giannis, and all those rebounds didn't go go their way. Um, all right, so that's that's it on that game. Did you guys have a look on the last one? 
<clears throat> the Pelicans Denver. So that's a scary game to get involved in, but yeah, I got a couple of takes. That's another number that I missed out on though, so I'm not touching it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I honestly I lean the Pelicans, and I know it looks so easy to take the Nuggets. I know that they've been playing out of their mind, but we've talked about this. We got regression and we got positive regression. Yeah. I think that the Nuggets are headed in that the the regression section. Um, and yes, they they are on two they're on a two game losing streak, so that kind of leads people to believe that they're going to win and cover this game out outright. Um, last game was only decided by a bucket. Another thing that I've noticed is this team does not travel well, especially whenever they're traveling from the East Coast. Um, the The Denver Nuggets are actually 0-13 against the spread at home following a road game when facing an opponent off a game as a dog of at least four points. Uh, the Pelicans fit in that category. And uh, who they also defeated in a previous matchup. So the Pelicans plus seven and a half in that spot, but now it's moved to six and a half. I'm not a fan of that current number. Again, I mean the Nuggets could possibly blow them out. I don't know, but I just don't like the travel situation for them. They're also in a you know, um, this could be a look ahead spot for them as well. Yeah, that's what I KC just, was saying. Wow. Oh yeah, great point. I like that. But yeah, I mean I don't believe that a lot of people will be looking at uh, the Pelican spot, and it kind of has me scratching my head as to why this number moved in the Pelican's direction. Um, but overall, in general, let me pull this trend up for you. This is my mile-high city fade uh, angle. What it basically is is Nuggets at home facing an opponent that they beat in a previous matchup and coming off a road game. Again, travel spot. Since 2020, they're 5-24 and 24 ATS. They've only covered 17.2% of the time in this spot um and yeah i mean i don't know this number is very telling right so yeah i don't know i kind of i kind of like the pelicans sorry i'm looking at the nuggets that's why i was like why can't i pelicans right is that right no that's yeah. not it wait i i was trying to listen to your trend but i couldn't get it um oh here look i i, I got it in front of me i just sent it in the group chat okay Shout out to Mitch, man, giving us more information regarding the Connaughton there. But KC says, net, the Nuggets may be looking ahead to the Warriors. I think you'd always think that, KC. Everyone's looking ahead to the Warriors. There you go. Okay, so since 2020, coming off a road game, now they're at home, and they're oh, off a win, not a lot. Okay, gotcha. So now, and then their previous matchup, they won. Gotcha. So, and this is like a simple SDQL. You can refine this too. That's how I got the mm -hmm. 0 and 13 spot. But I want to also say that you can make arguments for Denver. Yeah, they look great. They, you know, they can, um, they, they've looked great. Not recently, like in the past two games. But, I mean, they've been killing it. Um, and I, the Pelicans, they're missing BI right now. And it's showing. So, yeah. I mean, I do think that you can make an argument for Denver. Again, this is a, a spot where... I miss CLV. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to touch it. If it goes back up to seven, I might entertain it for less than a unit. But yeah, yeah. overall, I got to be smart with the whole CLV decisions. I see a whole bunch on the slate today that I missed out on. Um, yeah. So, yeah, with all that being said, probably won't touch it. But I still lean Pelicans. You this said is BI, a, BI was real. questionable or is he out? Is BI out? I think BI is in. I, I didn't see yeah. him on the list. I know Zion. Oh, he's in. Zion's yeah. out. Yeah, Zion. Is that why? I wonder if I wonder if that's why the number moved. It could be. 
Because he didn't, he didn't, um, he didn't play the last game, right? Let me let me check. Let me I check. think I'm pretty sure he missed the last game. Um, real Jeez. quick, uh, he, he dropped this trend in the chat here, um, to support the. Wait, that's not it. <clears throat> there you go. To support the Bucks here, if you guys like the Bucks as well, this also does support that first quarter, <clears throat> first half. So this says uh, since 2015. Uh, teams with a winning percentage of greater than 64% and are double-digit favorites. And they're coming off a uh, a revenge game of a 20-point loss. So avenging a 20-point loss. Right. 13-4 straight up, 13-4 ATS, 11-6 with over. Yeah, I think I'm, I might get there with the Bucks first quarter, first half. Uh, a lot of things are pointing in that direction. Yeah, also I forgot uh, to mention our guy Joey, you know, Big Bucks fan. He always on the bus yeah. when he's on them. They always win. He's winning pretty good. And he's on them trifecta yeah. today as well. So got a lot of guys on the bus in our trap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick, too, like going back to this Pelicans Nuggets game. I-, I can see where you're coming from, YBB. This is what I looked at yesterday. Uh that was actually the opposite way. So fading the Pelicans. So we look at season equals 2022 and team equals Pelicans. And they're just a road dog. Four and eleven straight up, five and ten ATS, eleven four to the over. Uh, if we say that the total is greater than two twenty-seven, three and six ATS, but more so that over look right here. Uh averaging about two thirty-eight. Uh, and uh the total tonight is two thirty. Is it still two thirty-one? <clears throat> they move a lot. Two two thirty-one, two thirty-one and a half. It's actually going back up, huh? It went down. Now it's going back up, I think. Um, but then uh, the other part is the Pelicans on the road versus teams with a win- winning record. This is where uh, this is where what pointed me. I because I was looking like I was like with you, right? I was I I know that the Nuggets don't travel well. We talked about this on the show. But when I looked at this yesterday, this is what talked me off of fading fading the Nuggets in that spot and more fading the Pelicans. But this is Pelicans on the road against teams with a winning record. 0-12 straight up, 1-11 ATS. Uh, again, a little um, a nudge to the over as well. Jesus. All right, and so for those reasons, I'm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, obviously, we can always we can always pick up trends to point in and um, direct us in a specific right. way, and also the opposite way. But this is why let's cap is fun, is because we can we can take these uh, angles and talk about it, and and not you know not really we won't bitch about it or anything. Like we're learning <laughs> as we go. You know right. what I mean, like. Some someone else would have saw this and been like, "Nah, fuck that! I'm gonna take the pill anyway." <laughs> right. you, know I mean? like, you know what I mean? But we we trust each other. We um we trust trust each other's thoughts and and process. So uh, and that's why uh, I like where the show has gone uh, as far as like you know when I started to where we are now is uh, I think we've gained a lot of trust from not just everyone that comes into the panel as as analysts, but um but uh you know the the viewers, the chat, the chat. We're, we there's guys in the chat that drops trends and plays and all the time and we trust those guys now too right uh, except for when uh gap thought today was uh, monday that, that was the only part that uh, <laughs> we, we didn't trust him um but yeah 
that, that's the way that I could look in this one is that's really it was really towards the Nuggets here. Um, but again, I still can't support them when they're on that travel spot. So to me, I'm off this one. Uh, maybe a slight look towards the over here. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm going to be off the game. I like to study trends for, you know, just documentation purposes, but that doesn't mean I, I want to play every single trend. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, exactly. Only yeah. thing that I really like today is the Clippers. I like the Clippers against the spread. Yeah, I think um, – actually, let's just get into that right, real quick. Uh, did you have any anything any last words on this one, Wim? Nah, it's crickets, bro. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> oh, damn, hey, I need that. Where would you get that at? Oh, this is my uh, my, my roadcaster. I got a roadcaster uh, pro too, bro. Oh, yeah. that's dope. Um, all right, well, <laughs> let's go to recap here. Uh, I got uh, <laughs> recap here. I'll go first. Uh, I do. I I did take the Cavs here. Uh, I like them in this spot today. I, I'm gonna look towards the Clippers Bulls over. Uh, the Lakers. And then I think I'm gonna take the Bucks early, either first quarter or first half. <clears throat> I think that. Uh, so, but so far I've only locked in the Cavs. All those other ones, um, I gotta look deeper into it. I YB, you you go next. I got a cough. All right. Yep. My next uh, my spot is the Clippers. I like the Clippers. I gave you that home dog assist to turnover ratio study. It is one in 18 against the spread um, and the last couple of seasons. So, yeah, it's on a really nice hot run right now. Not only that, but I got a 9-0 spot uh, that supports the Clippers. So, yeah, with uh, those two trends combined, I think my best spot or your best bet will be, yeah, Clippers. <laughs> I like the Clippers in the spot. Love it. All right. Wham. Yeah, I like the Clippers there too. I think that's going to be the addition I make after this show. Um, but yeah, it's trifecta spot with the Bucks, man. I think they take it serious again. Bottom, t- bottom net rating, worst net rating in the last ten games in the first half as far as the Hornets. Um, and then also we're going to take the Lakers, man. They don't bring out shotgun shot Scotty Foster for no reason, man. I think LeBron boys <laughs> pull it off and win the money line, man. Win it outright in the Garden. So let's get the Lakers in there. All right, that's it. Uh, YBB, I know we uh we before the show we talked about uh you having a, a a hot take. This is let's cap. It's not only NBA show. I mean, like when MLB starts, we'll do MLB and all that stuff. But uh, YBB is one of the top uh to me one of the top UFC cappers, uh, MMA cappers, uh out there. So, and we also do a show. It, it is weekly. We didn't do one last week because there was no UFC. But this week we'll have another one with uh, myself, YBB, and Harry Mack. Um. YBB, what what is your hot take on on, on the next one? I'm just gonna drop it now. Uh, yeah, this is uh, it was supposed to be an Asian card, so the the time <laughs> zones on this, the time that this uh, card starts, most of us are already gonna be asleep. This is not for American viewership, actually. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but if you're planning to stay awake at 4 a.m. to watch Derek Lewis get knocked out, I mean, then you're in the right uh, you're in the right area. But I'll probably be asleep by the time the main card starts. I targeted another fight on this card. I like G on Kim to get a knockout at plus 450. Mandy Baum is a German fighter with a uh, very low IQ. Uh, striking and grappling. Ji Young Kim, she's not the best. So when you see the price tag minus 200 next to her name, it becomes a little scary to back her. She is a striker, however, uh, she, who's trained at Syndicate. She's been working on her striking. She throws a lot of volume. She can wrestle. 
And um, I just think that this is a prime spot for her to get a finish. If you're giving me plus 450 on a girl who has been uh, finished before in uh, on the regional scene, then, yeah, I mean, I think that there's value on that plus 450 number. I think it'll get bet down as well. I know that Jiyoung Kim is a decision fighter usually, but before she was at Syndicate, she was training at little family gyms. So um, I just like the experience for her. I like the uh, the the camp change and not only that she's on a four fight losing streak in the ufc and this is a spot where you're gonna get your walking papers unless you make a statement so you're giving me plus 450 on the better fighter to make a statement sign me up love that's it. my hot take of the week <laughs> love it plus 450 on the ko i like it uh like i hear if i hear you guys talk asian mma you got <laughs> <laughs> bro, it, bro. It's like every single fight i believe except for the main event yeah it is uh, it is every single fight is uh, asian people um i think that's uh, a, like you said though i think that's why they they made it that late because i think it's daytime right in Asia, yeah. like in the yeah. area so makes sense for for the for the viewers out in, uh, in asia but not here i love it yeah, uh, he, 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 the way he said it was hilarious though that shit was funny I ain't gonna lie <laughs> alright well that that is it for the show guys uh, obviously thank you to YBB thank you to, to Wham for popping in here we went through the NBA slate we even dropped uh, uh, um, YBB even dropped a, a UFC hot take as well uh, with that said man this is the end of the show make sure you hit the like and subscribe button before you go and those listening on podcast form as well Make sure you leave that five-star review. Um, it's all about the information that we give out, and hopefully that helped you guys all out. Um, with, and uh, always, always got to end with this, guys. Whether you fade us or follow us, it is on you guys to make that call. Good luck with all your action. Till next time, peace. Later. <coughs>